Welcome to the Realist Podcast. My name is Layla Ali, and today we'll be talking about defunding the police department, which I think is a great idea because defunding them will reduce violence against people of color. And still, George Floyd and 51 other black men, along with 15 American Indian men and nine Hispanic men, were killed by Minneapolis Police Department officers between January 2000 and May 31st, 2020. In July 2014, Eric Garner died from a chokehold performed by a police officer after New York banned the hole in 1993. Austin and Los Angeles police were shown firing projectiles at people's head, which is pro- prohibited in both jurisdictions. Increased diversity on the police forces did little to curb unnecessary police stops of people of color in Ferguson and in Baltimore. This is crazy what they do to our people. And this is why we say Black Lives Matter, because black people are more than twice as likely to be killed by police than any other race. And more than a thousand unarmed people died as a result of police harm between 2013 and 2019. So the people that says all lives matter after we say black lives matter is completely ignorant. Because if all lives matter, why would you get mad because black is in front of it? Of course, all lives do matter, but they can't matter until black lives matter we the people demand that our local city officials including city council members and mayor stop allocating funds for the police to acquire more militarized equipment and instead ask for that money go toward community-run violence prevention programs we demand that our federal government redirect the money that funds police presence in schools to put in counselors in these schools instead Much of the work police do is merely engage in the daily harassment of black communities for minor crimes or crimes of poverty that shouldn't be criminalized in the first place. Out of 10.3 million arrests made per year, only 5% are for the most serious offenses, including murder, rape, and aggravated assault. These are the ones that truly threaten public safety. The other 95% of arrests for things like traffic violations, marijuana possession, unlawful assembly, and even removing a shopping cart from the store premises. That means police spend the most resources going after minor incidents that actually don't threaten everyday life but do lead to a mass criminalization and incarceration. And as you know, some arrests are made for doing nothing at all but being black. By shrinking the massive budgets, we can help end decades of racially driven social control and oppression as well as address social problems at their root instead of investing in an institution that further oppresses and terrorizes community and take the money that's defunded from them and invested in Department of Health, Homeless Services, Housing Preservation and Development, and Youth and Community Development, as well as Black communities. In addition to divesting from police and reinvesting the savings into non-punitive programs that benefit public safety and health, there are other critical steps we need to take 
to foster the systemic change for people across the country that they're calling for. Number one is in enforcement of minor offenses that drive street level harassment. We can do this by repealing laws across the country that criminalize minor behaviors and passing laws that legalize activity such as marijuana possession and distribution. Number two, in the presence of police in schools, which exacerbate racial inequalities, puts immigrant students at risk of deportation, and limits opportunities accessible to low-income students. Three, develop mobile crisis services, peer crisis services, and crisis hotline and warm lines where people can call on when they just need someone to talk to who understands what it's like to live with mental health problems to support people who have a behavioral or mental health crisis. Number four, ban pretextual stops and consent searches that act as a common mechanism for police to engage in racial profiling and circumvent legal standards. Five, implement common sense civilly and criminally enforceable legal constraints so there will be only rare instances in which officers are able to use force against community members. Real justice and safety for black communities will require a complete overhaul of the prosecutor-police relationship. Mike Freeman, a Hennepin County attorney, refused to arrest or indict any of the four men that was involved in George Floyd's murder. Quote, I will not rush to justice. This was keeping with his prosecutorial instinct in the first 16 years in office. Freeman did not charge a single officer for a civilian killing. After relentless local and national protests, Freeman finally brought a third-degree murder charge against Chauvin. Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison soon stepped in and announced that he would enhance the original charge against Chauvin and also bring charges against the three officers who watched and held the crowd back. However, it took a nauseating video, the efforts of protesters, and global outrage to simply trigger criminal proceedings. That is because the local prosecutor's instinct was to protect the officers he works with rather than the citizens he served. Freeman's initial reaction is a normalized pathology that extends beyond Minneapolis. Many prosecutors around the nation have a toxic codependent relationship with police. Prosecutors and police are more than just institutional allies in law enforcement. They are partners in the police's crimes. The seemingly unending list of young black people killed by police without local repercussions. Michael Brown, Philando Castile, Stephon Clark, Eric Garner, Tamir Rice, Alton Sterling, Breonna Taylor, and more speaks to this phenomenon's persistence and national scope. So while many are focused on the short-term victory of criminal charges, prosecution alone will not prevent the next atrocity. We need a complete overhaul of the prosecutor-police relationship. That's all for this podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at lele.ali. Thank you for listening. Love you. Stay safe. Stay positive.